Hey everybody, this episode of Talkin' Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Game Fighter podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. This episode is powered by Poddex. Fanboys and fangirls, welcome to a special edition of Talking Pop. It's the podcast, all things pop culture. I'm your host, Stefan Triscourt. Joins my co-host, Biko. Hello. Okay, guys. Happy May the Fourth. Um, if you guys are not familiar, it is Star Wars Day once again, and of course, with so many films and television shows, of course, um, Disney Plus just released uh, the Bad Batch, the first episode by the creators of Clone Wars and Rebels, which pretty much is like a spinoff. If you've seen, like, Clone Wars, about that one episode I focused on them. And this one of the new projects they're working on. And, of course, you know, they're working on adding, like, more Star Wars stuff. I know they added um, Jenny Tarkovsky's uh, Star Clone Wars series, the miniseries. That was kind of cool they added it on there. And, of course, I let Biko make the decision what he wants to do for May the 4th. And he, just, he said that we should do... Um, a commentary track for one of the Star Wars films. And Biko, which ones you were I know you were like conflicted between two of them. Oh yeah, I I wanted I was either wanting to go see Empire Strikes Back, which is my favorite one out of all of them, but it's just an easy go to or let's well, don't Attack of the Clones just because I never really watch it. Um and it's the one I least like. But I miss, and I don't like the. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's probably the one I least like. But the action scenes in there are pretty good. 
And it's, like I mentioned, it's the one I least watched, so it's it's like I feel like I don't give it enough credit. Maybe I should watch it more to enjoy it, but uh, I feel like we're going to go with Empire Strikes Back because it's the better of the movie. And it's to celebrate the holiday. Yeah, so, okay, guys, just to let you know, um, like I said, make sure, get your popcorn ready, get whatever beverages you like to drink if you have Disney+, Plus or you have a Blu-ray copy of the film. Um, we're going to go ahead and start in three, two, one. There we go, the 20th Century Studios logo. Lucasfilm. You got the Star Wars logo right there, guys. <laughs> the famous music by John Williams. Here we go, episode five Empire Strikes Back. Of course, going through the dialogue here. And then this movie came out, what, 1980, I think it was? 1980. Yeah, it was 1980, right? Yeah. Let me pull up the information here while we're going through the opening crawl right now. See, there's any facts in here. All right. Okay, now scrolling down to the bottom. There you go, the Star Destroyer. <laughs> Man, one of the most expensive Lego pieces ever. <laughs> I apologize for my chewing. I do have popcorn on me. It looks like it's like setting out the drones. Looks like it's like reconnaissance droids. I think they're what they're called. You apologize for my chewing. We will see. You will hear popcorn a lot. <laughs> Uh oh, something got blasted. Oh no, just that thing landed. There goes the droid. The recon droid, I think that's what it is. They pull off some fun facts from the Empire Strikes Back, so we'll get to those later. Okay, looks like a Tauntaun, so I'm running a Tauntaun. And we get to see, look who it is! Mark Hamill. It's Luke Skywalker running a Tauntaun. And I don't know if you guys remember this, because this was after, um... If you look at him compared to how he looked in, um, 
New Hope versus how he looked in Empire Strikes Back. You notice his face looks so different. It was I think this was filmed a little bit after he had a car accident. I think he was involved in a car accident that kind of injured his face and they had to do some surgery to help him repair. So that's why he looks almost like bloated almost look. But I think it was during a car accident he had. Because if you look compared, if you go back to like you hope you can go back and maybe he's not swollen. Yeah. It's crazy how they did the like a It's like a combination. Of, oh god, the big monster thing, the soul monster thing. Oh, it's like the tauntaun. It's like dragging him now. I got that real base now on Hoth. Here comes Han. Played by Pierce Ford. Like Chewie right there trying to fix the ship right now. <laughs> Peter Mayhew Princess Leia played by Carrie Fisher <laughs> a lovely Carrie Fisher <laughs> Anthony Daniel Anthony Daniel is there C-3PO Oh yeah, he's being hunted by Dodge out of his like money. So he has to pay him off. This is the reward they got from like helping the princess out. Freaking hot, acting like the Cinder type. Like, you can tell he has feelings for her, and I like how he lashes out at her. <laughs> there we go, there's a switch between the two of them. Just the tension between Han and Leia, man. <laughs> the guy just like walks in between them, like what? The? People like trying to walk by him, like oop, excuse me. <laughs> Goodbye, kiss. He kissed a Wookiee. <laughs> kiss freaking Han. We go after D two. And see two people walking around. You can tell he's like, you can tell he's obviously he has feelings for her. And I 
Oh, there's another one by the self interest. See if Luke's over there. <laughs> no, I'll see you in hell, freaking hot. <laughs> no, I'll see you in hell. I want to really film. Let me film that scene in hell. Oh, it looks like here, guys, the pretty much Hoffless film in Norway. The facts are brought to you by ScreenRant.com. Pretty much says the film's all going to take place on a small player hot where Luke is attacked by a womp of a survivor who plays his code. And it says here, right now, let's see, right now Luke's just ready to gain consciousness. He's in the lair of the big Wampa. I guess it was he's called what that big Yeti-like monster is. So the scene was filmed location in Finsen, Norway. The snowstorm Luke is walking in after escaping Wampa's cave is real. After Christian took the storm as an opportunity for the scene, Hamill was set out in the cold to perform the scene while the rest of the crew filmed from the hotel lobby. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, God, man. It's crazy. I, I don't know if that thing is animatronic or puppet. It looks kind of, you know, in a suit or something. No, oh, it's lightsaber stuck in the sun. He's going to try to use the force to get it. There you go, Luke. Concentrate. You got it, buddy. Almost there. Oh, shoot. The waffle woke up. Sound of bags ripping. Oh, nice. Got the lightsaber. And chop off your arm. There you go. That's the sound of Pico opening a bag of chips. <laughs> oh, look Luke. Uh, Luke has escaped the Wampus Cave, but look at the snowstorm. That big guy just picked up the facts, like someone posted, like I found uh, some facts from ScreenRed.com. They talk about where he filmed Hoth. It was filmed in Norway. ScreenRed. It was filmed in Norway, and they said that the snowstorm he was in was real. No. Yep. It looks fake. This is up at the, where it's at. It's at you said it's in Norway? Yeah, it's in Norway. It says here, yeah, I'll, I'll say the facts again. So sort of Lucas walking in after escaping the walk out of cave is real as Kershaw took the oh, storm yeah. as an opportunity for the scene. Hamel was set out in the cold to perform the scene while the rest of the crew filmed from the hotel lobby. Damn, that's wild. I think that's what you get when you try to go for realism. I mean, come on, this is what's 80, so just to get the fake snow effects. But look how heavy that storm was. Look at that, man. It's just crazy. Who knows how cold that was. I just hope did like the bad many takes just to get it right. The time time. <laughs> if you have just like a stop motion figure, kind of like the Harryhausen. Style. 
This is John Rosenberg. Right there, John Rosenberg right there on your right. That's him from, if you guys don't know who John Rosenberg is, he was a, he's Cliff from Cheers. He was Memo in Cheers, and of course, uh, done many voices for Pixar. Ham from Toy Story, P.T. Flea from Bugs Life. He's done so many. <laughs> Good chewy. <laughs> DPO. <laughs> or two weeks mistakes. Just landed that snow, man. Look at, his, look at his face. Oh, God. Oh, there we go. Obi Wan Vision. Obi Wan Kenobi played by Alec Guinness. Dagobah system. Here comes Han. See, I told you, it's like stop motion. See, it's a combination of stop motion and like, probably like animatronic puppetry, possibly. But I want to remind you, they probably use alpacas for the Tonatons a little bit. Just like, the, they probably, you can tell they were modeled after alpacas and llamas, probably. Oh. See, look at it. Oh, there it goes. There it goes the Tonaton. Of course, I'm, I hope everyone's excited for hopefully when it's finally Obi Wan Kenobi series is coming soon. Show what happened with Ben between you know three and four. Han using the lightsaber, guys. Yeah. Oh. You cut open the tauntaun just so they can get warm. Ugh. Get <laughs> him hard. Oh god. Norway. It's so wild. He's gonna build something. He's putting like stuff away or something. Look at the mountains are beautiful, man. It had to be up mm -hmm. north in Norway, they say. It's in Finstead, Norway. So oh, those shots are beautiful. And look at the the air speeders, man. Those are actually kind of cool, but the sticks that's like the only time you ever see them. I don't know if they ever came back in the third film. Okay, it kind of looks like John Favreau. Look at that, man. Rogue 2. Whoa. Rogue 2, get it? Rogue 1? <laughs> Rogue 2. 
Now we're gonna try to find Han and. <laughs> oh, because you set up like a communication so they can. Nice. Oh yeah, see he set up the antenna so they can. Back at the hop. Meanwhile, at the fortress of Hoth. <laughs> that's the thing. Why did they just give him a plane to fly? Well, they were doing recon, dude. It's like that's how it is. That's why they went out like trying to get reconnaissance on the Tauntauns first before you. Oh, uh... please. That's crazy. Look at the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> so now it looks all recovered. Now is at the med bay. <laughs> that two you owe me, Junior. Freaking. <laughs> See, this is like this is um Princess Leia acting like a tsundere, if like an anime term, because it's like you know, you can tell she has some fingers, but she doesn't want to. Show it so she gives off the whole off-putting like attitude towards them. It's usually a lot used like in anime tropes. So when the main protagonist and the magic interest, you know, she's like, "Oh, I have feelings for it, but I don't want to show it in front of anybody." You know, that's why I like add like you know, you know, pick on them or something. We see how Han's picking on her a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that! <laughs> hey, she's kissing Luke. You know about women. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, look at Ever getting like Chewbacca with the head tilt? Like, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's funny as hell. crazy you can read like even codes too i thought it was just language he was just i mean he's a pro code droid but i didn't know he could read like binary and as well that's interesting like you read binary codes oh just a recon droid there it is There we go, Han. Take it out, man. Take it out. There it is. Blast that thing. Yeah. Yeah, blast it. Oh, it's a probe droid. That's what it's called. Yeah. I called it a recon droid. That's why. There you go, there's a famous song. The Imperial March. Ooh. 
There's your boy, dude. Comes your boy, dude. Oh, David Prowse was a stand in for Vader, James Earl Jones, prize of voice. And David Prowse passed away, what, last year, I believe? Mm. There you go, Hans, trying to help repair the ship. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good you. Aww. <laughs> oh, great Chewie. <laughs> it's like Han's almost like the big brother, pretty much. Think about it. That's like a big brother type figure for Luke or something. Yes. Oh my god, there's a TIE Fighters. That's the biggest Star Destroyer. So. Is that a cruiser? No, that's, that's gotta be a bigger. I don't know what that's a bigger term for it. Looks like, it looks like the thing is they sell at Ikea. Weapon? Thing he said, he, it looks like the light fixtures that they sell at Ikea. <laughs> like they like open like that. Hmm. That's crazy. It's like a hyperbolic chamber or something. You just. Yeah, oh, that is crazy, dude. So cool. I don't even see his hands or anything. He's just like. He's just choking him. He's like, I don't even see him with his hand. You know how he did the hand thing? Now he's in command now. Oh, God. Not to self. Don't be on Vader's bad side. <laughs> So getting everybody let's give me a pet talk and just give her strategy see I do like about Princess Leia that she kind of broke the balls of what a princess shack like she's tough she's not the dance in the stress she's not like lovey dovey she's like she takes action 
Yeah, she's a good strategist too. They're getting all set up right now. This is a good fight. Well, that's why they're sending some ships to transport out too, as well. But I guess they're gonna be like almost like a distraction. Is that a different protocol droid? Just noticed. It's like a white C two PO. Oh shoot! Oh, <gasps> stable search destroyer. Yes. Oh, well, you've got away. Nice. So it's almost like a distraction so that way they can get the other ships out. <laughs> Dak. Oh, Dak. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, these things, dude. The adats. Oh. For your walkers. <laughs> Snow hitting RTD2. <laughs> It's crazy you got a pilot in the back too just to give me back support. <laughs> oh god, those things man. It's crazy. There goes Dak. You're on your own, Luke. It's too bad. It's too bad, you Empire supporters. It'll be kind of fun to drive one of those things. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're huge. Like a big giraffe. It's 
funny how most of the Empire all uh, talk British, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this film, like, I mean, oh yeah, it's... remember it's, uh Captain America: Civil War? <laughs> and Spider Man. Have you guys seen Empire? <laughs> you guys, remember Empire? Oh, this is kid. <laughs> oh yes. Nice. Yes. Wedge, dude, man. He survived from the from episode 4. <laughs> and the trip. Uh, boink. No. Nice. It's one of the little bashing ones with the Purina logo. <laughs> yeah. And they're still hot and chewy. are still trying to fix the Falcon. <laughs> oh, I guess that's the um, loose uh, unit. Damn, I can't even check out the legs. More stop motion. Still trying to check out those generators. There goes Luke. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, we'll try to get his buddy out. In a choice. Oh god. Oh shit. Now the base is crumbling now. Excuse <laughs> me, away from me. Dang it, now I gotta retreat.
Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. Yeah, it's cut it open and cut it the hatch. It's crazy. He tied like the cable around him so he can. You do a nade in there. Nice. And boom. Shoot, come on, guys. Run, run. Oh, he's found snow. <laughs> Dang. Shoot. Oh, there goes the generators. How oh, like the shields. That's crazy how to steer a thing. I don't know how do you steer that thing, man. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, close one. I bet you I was supposed to go to her ship. <laughs> God dang it. Now, oh, here comes troopers in there. Only time you ever see them in their snow gear. Apparently, troopers had snow gear. <laughs> Always prepped. Here comes your boy. <laughs> like typical. <laughs> Golden rod. <laughs> Dude, I've never seen Creepio run that fast before. Alright, oh, comes later. Like every time he walks, the music follows him every time he walks. <laughs> <laughs> He's banging it. Are you going to get a Gatling gun? What the heck? Oh, there's a sex wing fighter. <laughs> Not a guy out there. Dig a buzz of
And by meanwhile, the Falcon's being pursued by Star Destroyer and TIE Fighters. Crazy. <laughs> Here you go, Lex. Oh, God oh, dang no. it. Can't jump to hyperspace. Sorry. The hyperdrive motivator. Spanner. Yeah, <laughs> there goes the toolbox. Oh, shoot. Asteroids, oh shoot. Don't tell me the odds. Yeah, it was stupid enough to follow him through an asteroid field. I still got two tech fighters on their tail. God dang it. There we go. Not gonna hide in like a little cave right now. There we go, a little vertical roundabout into a cave. <laughs> Meanwhile, Luke's on his way to the Degola system.
Okay, another. Oh, Luke and R2 are trying to make a landing here. I do want to pick up another fact from Screen Rant. Uh, from the seven facts from this article, ten amazing facts from Empire. It says here, Lucas financed for himself. It says here, according to this article, Lucas wanted the voice sharing creative rights on the film, so he financed the film's multi-million dollar budget himself using a bank loan and his profits from the original Star Wars. He created the Chapter Two Company, a subsidiary to help minimize the financial risks associated with self-financing the movie. So the decision eventually paid off with Lucas making back the money at the box office and sharing millions of profits with his employees. I mean, like this film is directed by Irving Kirshner, which will, there's a fact about him right now, so we'll get to it in a little bit. Look at a swamp, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's seeking. Oh, he just fell in there. Hair <laughs> too. <laughs> He's got a little periscope thing. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, great. Hey, R2, hurry, get out of there. Something in the water is about to get him. He got spit out. Oh god. Yeah. Oh God. There we go back at Vader's chambers. <laughs> look at me. Oh shit, Pico! Look at it. Oh, it's like I see the back of his head. Yeah. That's like the only time I see the back of his head, guys. Like a Vader's head. Did you know he takes it off after once in a while? I mean, come on. I understand we have see his face this whole time, but 
I mean, once in a while he has to take that thing off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll we'll see. He's gotta eat, right? <laughs> I need to talk to the Falcon. No, shoot. And the Astro's not stable. <laughs> the professor. <laughs> That's funny. Take the professor in the back. I don't know. Don't get excited. <laughs> Tell you that the the tension between them two. Oh, let's just have a little base camp. Oh, well, the freaking next wing fire can hold so much stuff. Guess it's got like a cargo cargo bay or something. A little lantern. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna plug him in. Yeah, oh, cool. It gets to charge him. <laughs> Yoda. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's the first time you ever get mention of Yoda. He's got his little rations bag uh, box. Looks like taquitos or something, dude. <laughs> oh, there he is, Yoda. Puppetry. Yoda. Operated and voiced by Frank Oz, who you know worked on the Muppets. Worked on Sesame Street. Pretty much a collaborator with Jim Henson. Also directed a few films as well. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Yoda. <laughs> I mean, all the time that Yoda's been away and hiding in Dagobah, you can tell when 
I mean, when you first see him, he's like, like, this guy's a Jedi Master? Like, you talk about all the years of him hiding and stuff. Of course, sometimes your mind kind of wanders when you're by yourself. Right, you like, another person contact too. You don't find your friend. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. That <laughs> <Like> good food. <laughs> Look at that dude, just like it's a pump shoe. Look at that. How they do it. Do it. Just like, well, you leave me here now? What the? Okay. Uh. Yeah. No, I was just still trying to repair the Falcon. He's <laughs> just like, off, oh, dude. <laughs> you worship. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jim and Pan from the office, dude. <laughs> from the first season of the office. The word, hey, won't they sexual tension? <laughs> oh, shoot, here we go. And they kissed. There you go, guys. <laughs> Smooch. <laughs> Can't see Tripio at the great time. He shows up. A little rolling thing. I don't know what the thing is does. A little rolling cart droid. 
What if that's like a Starship Cruiser or something? Oh, shoot. Yumper! Arsidious. Matchup Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, uh, yours hot. Hey, R2, like, oh, let's see what's going on in there. <laughs> He's on his tippy toes. <laughs> oh my god, there's like snakes going in there, dude. They got a little pot. <laughs> Much anger in him. <laughs> He's dead. Oh yeah, that's when you hear Ben's voice. <laughs> Eight hundred years? How old is he? <laughs> Man, species must live for a long time, or something. More than eight hundred years. And Grogu was what, like? A young infant? <laughs> young child? So like a hundred.
Oh, shoot. Oh, wait, it says that you will be afraid. You will be. Choo, choo. It's like clearing the asteroids. There's like seismic like bombs, I'm guessing. Well, talking about that budget, another fact here, guys. Well, they're still stuck in whatever it is, a cave or something. Um, Another fact. Like I said, these are 10 facts I'm going to be spreading out throughout the film. But here's another one. Uh, from Screen Rant. A fire increased the film's budget. Surprising Empire Strikes Back Man should be the masterpieces with the number of production issues during filming. Many scenes were filmed at the Elf Street Studios near London where many of the film's sets were built. At the same time, Stanley Kubrick was filming scenes from The Shining at the same studio. A fire broke out on the set of The Shining, which ended up forcing the Empire budget to increase from $18.5 million to $22 million. Crazy, huh? The famous line, guys, in every film. I have a bad feeling about this. It's like the same line they use in all the films. I believe it's so. It was used. The same line was used in all nine films, too. Minox. Oh God! It's little bat things. No, she, of course you blast in the ground, huh? Oh, shoot. I kind of like when they did the early, you know, they shift the camera around just to make it moving. I don't know. See, they were in a giant worm, I think it was. No cave. Look at the teeth, man. It was like a giant worm thing. Meanwhile, in Dagobah. 
Look at Yoda's on his back. Look at the backpack. <laughs> it's a Yoda backpack. He did a flip with Yoda on his back, dude. <laughs> what the fuck was See, when you kind of learn a little bit more about the Jedi, like religion, like the code, basically. Yeah, because he he only has I mean, just a superficial understanding, just because of whatever Obi Wan has taught him. Before you know, yeah. I think that's why Ben decided to send the, like to go train with Yoda so that way you know to get more in depth since Yoda trained Obi-Wan so Oh yeah, it goes in the cave. Tell me I have to leave the weapons, Luke. Come on, man. It's crazy, they filmed this in London, like the sets and stuff. Really? Yeah, that's what I was reading the, the facts. I think back then when it came to like productions, just this to make it easier for location, I guess to save money on the budget and stuff. You see, some studios did film in London. Like the Muppet Show, most of it was filmed in the Muppet Show, they actually filmed in London, England. Because of much, the budgetary constraints. I think there's a deal with the current trilogy of films. They were all filmed in London. Oh, shoot. Spader! Oh, yeah, because he's in this cave and it's supposed to play with his mind. Like, it shows what he's probably he fears the most.
Nice. I can set it off. It blows off. It's, just... <laughs> it's his face. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the big star cruiser. <laughs> hey, bounty hunters. Oh, so we see like some of the bounty hunters that end up becoming like action figures. Hey, look at that, there's Bofet. And of course, the actor who originally played him, Bofet, passed away last year as well. I think it was the COVID. Here we go. What? The lights be. Ah, oh, great. Still haven't fixed the thing. <laughs> it's up here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Leia. Falcon versus Star Destroyer, guys. <laughs> Look at it, it looks standing on his hand. Look at the others on his feet. <laughs> That's crazy. And our teacher, Koryama, just like, eh, just chilling. Just chilling here. The stone. Oh, he's got stacking stones. Oh, shoot, actually, was sinking. Shoot. Ah, oh, dang it.
What? Learn what you learn. What the? <laughs> Come on, Luke. You can do it, dude. Raise that ship. Come on. Use the force. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Look at Yoda's eyes open up like, yes. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, come on. Ah. Oh. Dang it. Now I just save more. Great. The force. Okay, dude. Just explain the force. All right, look, he's going to walk away, man. Come on. I know, you. Yeah, I know, man. Patience. Patience. Oh, look at it. going to be like, yo, look at this, man. Check this out. Get that dude. He just raised it up for you. There you go, man. There's your ship. There's your X-Wing fighter. I'll cover in muck and whatever dried up wet leaves. Ooh, we got a ship back. Yeah, now he now looks like a... Oh, shoot. Look at that. The daughter Yoda, come on. He was like, yeah, you see? You can use the Force, gotta learn to harness it. It's like, what? How? <laughs> so you fail, man. Meanwhile, 
At the start. Meanwhile, the Imperial forces are still running. <laughs> oh, yeah, remember he said he was taking responsibility? Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's dead. Now he's an admiral. Was like the third admiral now. He just took out the fierce ones. Now there's a third admiral now. <laughs> the Falcon is like stuck on like looking like a bucket of windshield. That's funny. <laughs> Switch. <laughs> Look for the off switch. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Talking about Vespin. Well, if you guys want to see the story between Han and Lando, check out Solo, a Star Wars story, Curry on Disney Plus. <laughs> You know, I see the backstory between them two. That's smart. They can go and look at that. They're gonna dump it all the garbage. Before they go to light speed. Nice. Damn, look at that space garbage they got, man. Look at that. It's like broken pieces and stuff. Huh. Oh, shoot, look at. Oh shit. Bubble ship. <laughs> there he is. Look at the guy moving the containers now, okay? <gasps> He's raising R2! Nice. Dang it! Ah! Uh. Oh, 
You want to go help him out? Now they're in Brisbane. Nine <laughs> permit. You know, we always saw Alec Guinness for a little bit in this film. It says here, here's another fact. It says here, Alec Guinness only worked one day for the film. Is there Alec Guinness has a supporting role in the original Star Wars Logan Kenobi when he appears in the film as a Force Ghost? It was initially unclear whether he would return as he has received an eye operation during production. Guinness was eventually able to show up on set. He filmed all of his scenes within six hours on September 5th, 1979. But was eventually paid millions of dollars for the role. Oh yeah, here we go. Here he comes. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Pick me? I'll explain that me. He seems very friendly. Can <laughs> you feel? Like I said, guys, if you want to see more backstory between Lando and Han and Chewie, definitely check out Solo, a Star Wars story. You can check it out on Disney+. Plus. I believe they're showing it on there as well. I think that was directed by Ron Howard, I believe. I haven't seen the film, but I heard it was it didn't mediocre, but I think it kind of like changed the whole stance of Lucasfilm's doing these anthology films.
Ne? Ah, oh, shoot. Trippy, why'd you go in there? Who are you? Oh, shoot. You just got blasted. Little Yoda is trying to stop Luke from going to help Han and Leia. He got to his training. There he is, oh goodness. Yeah, let's see the run up back here from all his lines for one day. He's leaving. Oh yeah, there's another. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Cloud City of Bestman. Kind of laying her different hairstyles. <laughs> like her hair constantly changes.
Look at Chewie. You gonna run like the junkyard? Sit down. Oh, they throw it to the bird. It's like. Oh! <gasps> CPO! Oh, pig face guys. Hey, get away! Get away! <laughs> Keep away! <laughs> oh man, he just dropped. <laughs> Made a deal? And of course, look who's there! Raider! It's an ambush. Wonder Woman! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kyra's bullfet. Ah, oh, great, the troopers. Dang it. Double cross, Orlando! Great. Here comes Luke. Oh God. It's like a ultrasonic like frequency is like messing with his head. He's got a choice. Well, he's locked up. Might as well try to repair Street Peel, huh? Oh, it's not working on the droid, right? Oh, the searcher just shot him. Huh? Oh, God. 
You get tortured, dude. Oh, God, look at that, dude. Oh, oh God. Oh, 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 God. Dang it. He's like backwards though. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> she was laughing. <laughs> she got backwards. Oh god. Oh god. You got torture, dude. What the heck, man? Then he gets socked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Here we go. Oh, great. This thing. Here comes Luke.
Not like a Chewy carrying Tokyo like a backpack. <laughs> Oh, this scene, guys. Oh, this scene. And there's a fact tied to the scene. So, as soon as we see this scene unfold, I will explain it. There's a fact about this scene. Buddy. The original actor Stan both had passed away last year during COVID, but the voice is by the current actor who plays him in The Mandalorian. They redubbed it. There's actually two facts tied with this scene, so... We'll go over that one, too. So we'll go over that as soon as it happens. Here we go. Okay. So that line I just went through, guys, that was one of the facts here on Screen Rant. Pretty much Han's famous line was Ford's idea. So it's here, one of the most well-known exchanges for the film comes right before Han is frozen in carbonite when Leia tells him I love you and Han responds, I know. There's your response to just remember that because I'll be back. But Ford wanted to come up with his own idea for his response. Kershner eventually decided to allow Ford to respond with what he wanted, and Ford came up with the line, I know. So that was improvised, basically. Oh god, a carbonite. Yeah, throwing a few frozen carbonite. That's crazy, man. Carver Priest. Okay, here's the fact about that. There's a behind the scenes reason for why Han was frozen carbonate, guys. This was Scrivent, again. That's where I'm quoting these facts from. The 20 end of the film, Vader freezes Han Solo Carver as a test for he plans to do the same look and bring him to the Empire. There was a surprise to see at the film ends when Han frozen being taken by Boba Fett at Jabba the Hutt's palace. However, the film ends this way because while actors Mark Hamill and Karen Fisher have signed up for two Star Wars sequels, Han and Harrison Ford have always signed off for one. And with the actors increasing popularity found the recent Raiders of the Lost Ark, the writers were unsure if he would return for a return of Jedi. They had him frozen carbonite to leave their options open if Ford agreed or disagreed to appearing in the trilogy chapter. Hmm. So kind of leave it as an open anything. Of course, we all know that story. He did come back for the third film. He altered the deal now? What the heck? Freaking Vader, man. Oh, here we go. There's our two. <laughs> oh, God.
shoot. <laughs> I was just like, come on, let's go, let's go. He's like pushing Luke. What the heck? So that guy's like almost like an android, kind of. Because he's, he's just like... Ah! It's a trap. <laughs> fact coming up but we'll get to that as well there's another fact related to the scene as well shoot he's gonna blast her away now oh Nice. Oh, well, here we go, guys. Vader loop, guys. Any takers? <laughs> Place your bets, guys. <laughs> yeah, Vader one-handed, dude. I guess he's so advanced, so he needs to fight with one hand. Oh, now he's using both hands, though. Oh, he's still using one hand. What the heck? Oh, there you go. Nice. Good job, Lando. He's like, we'll take your guns. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> it's a struggle. He's platform. I don't speak. <laughs> After all, he's only a rookie. <laughs> oh man, both is getting away. Which is, hey, there you guys are. 
Shoot. Oh god, troopers. Meanwhile, Luke and Vader fighting. Shoot! Dang it! Ugh. Get your saber! Ah, oh, shoot. Oh, he's gonna try to turn the carbonite freeze. Jump! Oh, thank God. That was close. <laughs> Take something better. <laughs> yeah. Nice flip. Nice. Kick them out there, man. <laughs> like, oh. <ugh. laughs> Shoot. Damn, man, you fell down a path. How far did you go, man? <laughs> There he is. Close. He's like throwing stuff at him, man. <laughs> oh, the vacuum suction. Freaking Vader's like, shoot. Oh, God. He's got sucked out. Thank you. 
Oh god. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> A power socket. <laughs> I don't know what that guy was carrying. He was carrying something. <laughs> that has to be a terminal now. <laughs> you go down. <laughs> you go down too. <laughs> Nice. Gets <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 fire extinguisher. <laughs> and it goes out too. Like here I go. <laughs> Hurry up, get to the Falcon. <laughs> Ow. Now you sit there. <laughs> He's like towing him. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. Get out of there. Nice. Tough luck, sword troopers. Control panel. Oh, shoot, that was close. Ooh, ow. God, look how deep that chasm is. Nice! Got him in the arm. Oh! Oh! Chopped his hand! Oh! Oh, here we go, guys.
There he goes. Like, screw you! Okay, guys. Here's the, the plot twist. Fact, one of the facts. Uh, it says that Darth Vader's plot twist was a secret among cast and crew. What may have been, been the most iconic twist in cinematic history comes in this film. When Vader tells Luke, no, I'm your father, and twists open up the door for a prequel trilogy and allowed us to see the events in a whole new light. However, this was kept a secret among the crew to avoid a leak. The only people who knew about the twist were Lucas and Kirshner, who, to, who told Hamill in secret so he could react accordingly in his performance. David Prowse, the outside actor for Darth Vader, said, No, we won't kill your father during filming. Many of the cast and crew believed that this defeated the film's big plot twist until the film's premiere, when upon discovering a twist, Ford whispered in Hamill's ear, Hey, kid, you didn't effing tell me that? So they did that just to avoid, like, spoilers. Because, guys, there wasn't internet back then, but, of course, there was reporters. So I had to keep that a secret. I understand why they have the whole secrecy about it. That's crazy. Only them three knew about it. Just so you can get the reaction. See, this is something about Leia saying there was another, but look at then I think this would kind of open up the whole skeptics right here. <laughs> See, this is where everyone started speculating, like, what? But remember what Yoda said, there's another. See, it kind of explains how for Jedi with a uh, lightsaber, too. Goes Lando. With a little hook. Nice. Here comes Vader, all pissed because he's, he failed. 
So that's a that's a different version of the Star Destroyer, I guess. Oh, rot! Come on, Lando, you said you guys fixed it. Great. <laughs> get out of here, man. Look at you, he's like, get out of here, Lando. Like, get out of here. Bastards. They deactivated it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, shoot. No, Luke. No. Man. Nice questioning, man. Oh, we want. Come on, Chewy. He's wearing a thing to keep his hand. No, oh, shoot. Damn, yeah, look at those transitions, though. Between Luke and Vader, like the. Not communicating. Right now he's still hung up why we wanted to tell him. Ha ha ha, R2 fixed it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, shit. They're like, they all like, it's funny how they all like, pause. Like, they all just pause like, what's he gonna do? Is it like he's gonna throw a tantrum? <laughs> I was there with the other troops, I guess. Like a space station looks like. That should always like the rendezvous point. Just know how to mention the beginning of the film with the rendezvous point. You notice that he's wearing Hans like outfit? Because I guess he, that's all he clothes they can find. Tattooing. Oh, because Luke has to recover. 
Oh, he's making like a hand. So now Chewie and Lando are gonna go find Han and Tatooine. Oh, this is a good shot right here. It's a good closing shot. Irving Kirshner, guys. Directed it. Alright, some last facts while the credits are rolling. Apparently, from Grant, Irving Kirshner initially turned down Lucas's offer. So, here, despite having directed it in the first film, Lucas decided not to direct the sequel due to his other roles as head of Industrial Light Magic. Lucas went to Irving Kirshner, his former professor at the USC School of Cinematic Arts. To write the film. Kirshner just declined the offer at first, believing sequels are never as good as their predecessors, but eventually agreed to film after his agent demanded he take the job. And while the credits are rolling, as you see, there were Prowse, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Daniels, and of course, um, Luke's originally had a sister named Nellith. In the Leia Brackett's first draft of the film, the ghost of Anakin Skywalker appears to Luke and reveals that he had a sister named Nellith. In this draft, Anakin reveals that he split up Luke and Nellith. At birth to protect him from Darth Vader, and Nellith had undergone Jedi training and helped Luke defeat the Sith. This idea was scrapped and later drafts when the decision was made to make Anakin into Darth Vader. In return to Jedi, Luke's sister would eventually be revealed to be Leia rather than a new character. And of course, the final fact here, Lucas was fine for the closing credits. Says, while we're now very used to a film ending with names of directors, producers, and writers, etc., this was not originally the norm. Many films began with the opening credits, with the original Star Wars being a rare instance of when they came at the end. It was a lot back then, as Lucasfilm Production Company name appeared at the beginning, and George Lucas wrote and directed the original. However, with the Empire Strikes Back, the Writers and Directors Guilds of America objected to this, as Irvin Kershner directed this film, and Leah Brack and Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan wrote it, and did not want their names at the end of the film. Lucas wanted to preserve the dramatic opening sequence, and he was fined over $250,000 by the guilds. To attempt to pull the film out of theaters, Kershaw was fined $25,000 by DGA as well. So if you think about it, these films back then, if you ever see, guys, if you ever see a film in the beginning, like the films from like the 70s and 60s, you always saw the opening credits at the beginning. That was like the norm at that time, and then of course when the film ends, it just shows the copyright, and that was it. Mm. But I guess Star Wars kind of broke the mode. And became one of the first films to do that. But of course I guess back then. Like there were rules and regulations. And of course with Lucas directing the first film. It was okay because he was directing it. Because he directed But I guess having. Kirshner and writers. For this one. I think that's because they were part of the guild. Mm -hmm. It was the writers guild and the directors guild. Mm -hmm. But. I would say Biko. As the credits. Ruin. Final thoughts on Empire Strikes Back. 
Oh, it's still good. It still holds up. Um, still my favorites of the old trilogy too, and possibly the whole thing uh, so far. I mean, I thought the new, one of the new ones would break it, but was it the case? So this one still remains a strong, a strong uh, Star Wars movie, and just all along, I can see why it was a big hit when it came out. Um, even after watching it, the costumes and all that stuff, it does definitely still feel like it's from the 80s. But uh, it's pretty, oh, I really like it. Still like it. Alright. Yeah, like, to me, um, I would say, I don't know, to me, of the whole trilogy, of the original trilogy, I like Return of Jedi because it kind of gave that closure aspect. Of course, you know, back then... That was a closure, but of course, I did not see, like, like I said, I didn't see these films till like, I was, like, in probably, like, junior high, I will say, when they did this, when uh, Luke decided to release the special editions of the films. Um, but at that time, it was just those three films. Like, like this is, like, way before, you know, they, you know, Lucas decided to go back and do a prequel trilogy. So, like, when I, to me, I think, to me, of all the films, like, Return of Jedi, to me, is still my my top favorite because it was like a, at that time when I saw the film it was like a closure I mean I enjoy Empire Strikes Back don't get me wrong but like to me Return of Jedi was to me like I like that one more because it gave closure to all the ones for the for previous two films but I like for the fact what I do like about Empire Strikes Back because it's like it gave the sense that not all not the heroes win all the time sometimes the villains have to win and, of course, you see that with, like, the Avengers, if any more. Like, the heroes have to have some tragedy. Case in point with this film, with Han pretty much being frozen carbonite, being taken to Boba Fett. I mean, the job of the hut. So, like I said, it really holds up. I mean, like, the 97 is when they released this in theaters again, then. 80, but... It, it, like I said, this film, but yeah, it's a little dated and stuff, and... Like I said, it was released in, or like it was filmed in '79 and released in 1980. So, but I mean, you gotta understand at the time when this film released, you know, visual effects. But it still holds up. I mean, it ages, it aged pretty well. I mean, this is something you can watch over and over again. So, definitely is a joy, guys. And thank you so much for joining us on this very special May the Fourth edition of the Talking Pop Podcast. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Pop Talking. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pop. We do post the links to the episodes on there. Or if you have any questions, you can post on there too. You can also tweet us as well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at TheFranchise85. Um, like I said, the podcast on Twitter is at PopTalking. We got a merch store. Go to spring.com slash store slash pop. We got merch, guys. Um, I did come up with new designs soon. I designed a new franchise shirt and new Beko shirt. So those will be coming up shortly. As well, um, I do do Twitch, so you can follow me on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash franchise685. You can follow backlog episodes of the Talking Pop podcast on Anchor, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Audible, and iHeartRadio, or where you get your podcast fix. Very big shout out to our international listeners and also our domestic listeners as well. Pico, any closing remarks before we sign off for today? I don't know. Just uh, have a good May 4th and enjoy a Star Wars movie. Hope you enjoyed it watching with us. All right, guys. 
We'll see you guys next week. As always, geek on and take care.